0: Imtishan is here from Motoring Middle East, which means for the next hour, if there are things going on in the automotive industry, if there are vehicles you should be driving, maybe some that you want to think about not driving, we can help you fashion an opinion and an answer on this program. Nonsense.
1: Everybody wants to drive a car. Everybody wants to drive a car.
0: A car, but not necessarily that
1: car. Well, which is that <laughs> car? You point your finger at a live radio station.
0: And, and I love this evening. We, In fact, we carpooled in, in the Jeep, and I didn't notice a, any you know significant traffic jams going into Sharjah tonight. I didn't notice anything going on with International so Everybody's City.
1: tuning at home on their wireless sets in the That's 1940s. What they're they're, That's what they're doing. They're all gathered around, and Father is uh, tuning up the knobs. <laughs> That's what's happening.
0: But, you know, it's it's always a great opportunity to, to ask those questions because yourself and... And Shazad over at motoringmiddleeast.com. If you check out their YouTube site, you check out their Instagram, check out their Facebook, check out their Twitter.
1: We're yeah, everywhere.
0: You're everywhere. But you guys have been out driving things. You're talking to people also about literally everywhere. <laughs> a great opportunity to pick your brains about what's kind of cool, what's not, what, you're, what, what you've liked, what you haven't liked in vehicles. It's is uh, you know a, a very nice, objective, entertaining, and informative conversation. There we go. That's, That's a good cool. conversation It's a conversation And I want to kick off the conversation with the Yaris Because you were at the launch this evening
1: Yes, the first launch of the Yaris um, I'll kick off with price Because price is really what matters with that car It's a 59900 up to $70,000 uh, something something It's 70 something thousand there. And it comes with a 1.3 and a 1.5 It's not hugely different It's more of so, a big update So, so um, same engines Now it comes with a CVT does it, gearbox Does it look the same? No, it's, it's been updated inside and out. It's got a nice dashboard. It's got more room on the inside, uh, especially in the rear leg room. And the rear seat's been reclined to give you slightly more comfort. Other than that, I really don't know what's different about it. It's got the CVT gearbox. The CVT gearbox, which they people are either
0: going to love or loathe.
1: I haven't driven any of the new Toyota CVTs, in all fairness. I've driven the Honda CVTs, and I quite like them, dare I say
0: this is, that's Those are really difficult words for me to hear from you because uh, you have never been a they're lover really of unobjectionable. CVT.
1: Uh, well, okay, to get uh, some clarity for people who don't know, we don't like CVTs because they tend to be quite drony. And it's called, it's called a rubber band effect. It just goes, because uh, it never changes gear. It always picks the perfect gear. But it feels that the engine is attached to an elastic band. And CVTs are just not very pleasant to drive. But the new generation of CVTs is much better because they sort of have this step change where they imitate the automatic gearbox yeah. changes. Yeah. So, nerdy alert off. Um, the Honda ones are good to the point where... It's not a deal-breaker because it's in the Civic, it's in the City, it's in the Jazz. Actually, yeah. I'm not sure the Jazz has a CVT. And now the Toyotas also all have CVTs.
0: Now, do you uh, think the Toyota is also going to have that imitation gear change built
1: into it? Probably. I haven't driven They call yeah. it the Multi-Drive 7S. Now, here's the interesting thing um, about these CVT gearboxes is that years and years ago, Nissan started them off first, right? They were yes. really big on CVTs. They had them in the Murano, they had them in the Altima. And uh, in, back in the day, they had a few problems with them, but now they've all been sorted out so there were some warranty issues I think related to the rubber or whatever but now they're all fine just to be very very clear buy your Nissan with absolute confidence and this kept Toyota away from it I'm told a little bit they, ah. they kind of stayed away from CVT gearboxes in this market because they weren't sure if they'd work but obviously now they're all CVTs so it took a while for the technology to catch up with the climate conditions of it because it's quite uh-huh. harsh environment for the cars uh-huh. so now these cars are all CVTs you can't get away from CVTs even the hybrids are all CVT as well the Prius etc they're all CVTs so let's go
0: back to the Yaris for a second if you're a Yaris lover someone who's grown up with the Yaris it's been your your romp around vehicle we've got a new Yaris now would that person be tempted to go out and drop you know 70,000 dirhams on top of the line I mean
1: the 1.3 is more of a loss leader because uh, a price leader get people into the showrooms uh most people buy the 1.5 even retail their market is sort of 35% retail okay so it's not a high retail number it's a lot of um, fleet buyers uh-huh. You know rentals I yeah, mean, yeah. The, the image of a Iris Is a rental car To some extent And that's going to be True with this one But they're hoping To push it more Back towards retail As in normal people Listening to this show To that end They've introduced Two bright new colors Okay this is awesome uh, Bright red And bright blue Actually, they look quite nice. They now, look quite
0: nice. This is the thing. I remember two years ago, you and Shazad were, as, as Shazad would say, we were thrashing the life out of the Yaris. Yeah. And you guys love the Yaris. Do you think, having not driven one, the new CVT gearbox Yaris, do you think you're going to have the same love for this vehicle? It looks the well,
1: same. That Yaris was a european styled uh, Yaris with okay. a four-speed automatic, and it was a little mini of a car. The current Yaris is not that kind of car. It's more the kind of car that dependably serviceably, cheaply get you around, practically, as we like to say in Canada, um, get you around Dubai. So it's not a fun car to take out and just for like a Friday thrash. It's not that kind of car. But on the other hand, it's a car that you won't think about. It will never cause you any pain. Unless See, if somebody no, runs into no, it. Now,
0: this is the thing. You've got you've got folks like makes me. Makes a lot of sense. You've got folks like me. You've got folks like Chris McCarty who are in town. And we're saying, we need a vehicle that's going to get me from point A to point B. It's not going to cost me a whole bunch
1: on maintenance. It's, you know, it's nothing, reliable. Virtually nothing on maintenance. So
0: this would be that vehicle.
1: And here's an interesting fact about Yaris buyers Because I was squeezing the chief engineer about it a lot. And he said, a lot of people out here Tend to be students, obviously. Yes. Or people gain the car. But people who are new to the country. Right. People who are new to the country, like Chris McCarty, <laughs> he really isn't. But first time um, visitors to the UAE or people who have been here a very short time, buy Aris, It's a cheap car. Well, and it's I, affordable. I want, and, and something...
0: Why wouldn't you buy one? Resale value? Is it, does it still uh, going have among something? Among the very
1: best. So, among so the very we're best. We're
0: getting a whole bunch of box ticks right here. And it's going to get decent fuel economy. And I'm now it
1: looks gonna... nicer. To be honest, the old one is a little bland looking. And the new one has come some nicer angles to it. So I think it's going to do well. I've already seen quite a few on the road already. The, and the tail is a lot nicer. The Yaris Saloon, will they have that as well? Yeah, both are here. The, the <laughs> Saloon is made in um, careful it says, Indonesia. And okay. the hatchback is made in Thailand.
0: Okay, so The tournive
1: th- factories all over the world. Here's so, the yeah. thing.
0: I, I love the look of the Yaris
1: Saloon. I think they just look cool. I like the hatchback. You like the hatchback? I like the hatchback. It's, a lot of, it's quite a spacious car, though. It's the size of an old Corolla, you know, the Aris. That's pretty amazing. It's, a, it's quite a lot of car for the money. I mean, most people, this is all the car you really need. Ego. If you can put your ego aside for a minute, this is all the car you need.
0: Okay. Well, there we go. So you went and saw it. You walked away going... I haven't driven it
1: yet, but it looks like a pretty good update. But you know what I was really pushing the... Um, the chief engineer bring was the Toyota CHR that Shazad drove in the UK
0: for and, two weeks. Did you get any sense that it, describe? What, but uh, did you get any sense that it's going to be brought here? But describe for those who are listening who have no idea what the CHR is. What the
1: is CHR? That? Is a super mini that's sort of styled to look like a crossover. So it's a car, but it's sort of a high riding car. Think like the Nissan Kicks or the old Juke. Okay. Yeah. those weren't really four wheel drive cars. I mean, actually, you could get a four wheel drive Juke, but nobody bought them. They were all front wheel drive. And the um, CHR, the CHR is sort of like a Nike sneaker version of that car. Okay. Very cool looking car. Really quite funky. Really quite nice to drive according to Shazad. Comes with the manual gearbox and a 1.2 in the UK. I think for this market, it would be the 1.5, the big block yeah. with a CVT, yet again. Uh, but that's fine. That's fine. This is not like a high performance vehicle. I think you'll need the 1.5 to have basic performance. I think it would really sell because the Yaris is a very worthy car, but it isn't like a pulse racing, like yeah. retail It's car a utility car. vehicle. It is utility. It's the pickup of the car. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Not at all. Not at all. But you need cars like that, that, that you just get in yeah. and you whack the AC on and you yeah. just thrash it all the way to Abu, Abu, Abu Dhabi and back. It's that yeah. kind of car that will take that abuse and keep asking for more. The CHR is the kind of car that you go, oh, this is quite a fun, nice looking number. You might actually mm-hmm. want to buy that and show people off and say, like, oh, I got my CHR. But we're not getting it. Or are we? I don't know. They were were making noises. So we're not getting it, or are we? I don't know. I I did my best. Look, listeners, I did my best. Mm. And I think they're looking into... it. The problem is, and I'm being completely transparent here, it's more expensive to make than a Yaris. Okay. It's a premium product, comparatively speaking. Not in the way that minis are really premium product, but it is a more expensive car. So getting the pricing right will be their biggest challenge. And Toyota, as we all know, is very conservative. There are a lot of cars that are made all over the world yeah. that we don't get in the UAE. Yes. And I think that's a shame. I think that's a crying shame. If you're listening to Toyota, bring all the cars because they've got some cool cars like the CHR. And I want them all. I want Tacoma. I guess, Tacoma, it, I guess I want it comes Indra. down to
0: the agency wanting to bring them in though.
1: It's a mixture of both. I think there's oh, oh, a business case. Oh, I forgot. You've
0: also have to, they've also got to be principle. GCC approved.
1: Yes. that also costs money. It has to be sold in Saudi Arabia and so yeah. on. So all of these factors add up to a car that has to sell X number of units to make a buy. Now with Toyota it's not normally a problem but obviously right now things are a little bit tricky. So the business case is there i do think the chr should come here i think it should okay
0: well yeah i'm sure Toyota's listening they're listening to you prod and
1: please please prod it's time. them and
0: push them yeah. so
1: let's you will know, bring a few let's uh, let's see what happens i'm sure they have a few kicking around jabalali and a few running around in all the used car fleets
0: imtishan joining us from motor middle motoring middle east for car talk car talk is the program imtishan is here from motoring middle east com. go check these guys out we're talking cars okay look I was on Facebook, I see Shazad driving around in a brand new Jeep, on a Jeep whatever that was. Adventure days. How was it?
1: Uh, I don't know, it's the, the current Jeep, that's what he drove.
0: He said, he said that he never uses profanity, but he seemed to be using a little bit of profanity when Just the a tad, Jeep a was, light touch. was on, almost on its side, and he yeah. was freaking out.
1: Well, you know, you know, this not an off-roader.
0: <laughs> and you did make a note that he's not an off-roader. So why is he doing this and not you?
1: That's because I was in the desert at the time. Stuck. Actually, stuck. Stuck yes. for an hour and a half. Yes. Had to call for help. Had to call for help. Had to summon uh, the troops, and the who, cavalry. <laughs> and uh, before the cavalry could really get going, I managed to free myself because <laughs> that's how awesome I am. Yeah, yeah. So yeah.
0: So now, <laughs> people have gotten had a chance to take this the new Jeep around the obstacle course.
1: Not yet. That's mm-hmm. the old Jeep. That's the JK. For translation, that's the Wrangler JK, which is the current model. The one that's coming in is the JL.
0: So the, it wasn't the JL doing the obstacle course. Nope, it's only the JK. Why are we talking about this then?
1: Because the. G- <laughs> Because that was the first chance for a lot of people to see the jail. And I know a lot of people are interested in hearing about how the new Wrangler is.
0: So they were just letting people look at it? They so weren't letting... It. Here, look at it. <laughs> you can what do, do you it. think?
1: It's you like a cheesecake the factory history. and staring you at cheesecake. That's what I'm saying. It's ex- You summed it up. It's like, what do you think? Well, it'd be nice if I could taste it. That's kind of how it was with the Wrangler. It's kind of how it was. Um, I've got to say, I've had a lot of ex- extensive look close-up now. And I can say that I've saw it before as well. Um, Really good looking vehicle. Yeah. It's not quite so different on the outside. The externals don't look so different. I mean, most people will be like, huh, you've not changed anything. But when you get up close, you'll see the differences. It's a bit bigger. It's a bit longer. The wheelbase is longer. And the wheels are wider. It's sort of the suspension's pushed out, so it rides better. So a lot of small detail changes to people who own Jeeps will yeah. see the difference. Will definitely mm. see the difference.
0: Okay. So I'm basically the Mikey of all this. Do you know, do you know the Life brand serial advertisements from, no. the, like,
1: because okay. I'm not from where you're from.
0: Yeah, so, but, but you spent time in the U.S. going to school. Yeah, you obviously no, high weren't. No, okay. So anyway, uh, <laughs> people are by. now going to Google Mikey Life Brand cereal advertisements and they'll get the idea.
1: If Mikey, would,
0: if Mikey would eat it, everyone would eat it. So here is someone who's driving around in two 10-year-old Wranglers. Am I going to be lured into buying a new Wrangler based on this machine as yeah, opposed to... Yeah,
1: because your cars are ancient. They need to be changed. I feel like they're a health hazard. (laughs) But, you know, the problem is, or the question is, I think without even having driven the car, it looks like a a huge success. On every front, I think they've really improved the Wrangler, which is a hard thing to do because, you know, we get Land Rover going on all the Uh. time. Oh, we can't do anything. It's really expensive. It's really hard to make a car in this market. The not sell profitably. Mm. And then Jeep Mm. just goes and does it. Yeah. just goes and makes the Wrangler better. And even Toyota is stretching out the life cycle. The Land Cruisers going to be around till 2020. And Jeep just does it. Jeep just does yeah. it completely updated. You know the little things that annoy you about your Wrangler? Like you open the doors and they swing out? Yeah. Now it's got stoppers. Oh, really? It's the little things. Oh, and remember when you close your Wrangler and you can't close it because it doesn't close properly? Yeah. Now it just closes like a German car. Thunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's, and the doors are super light. And they actually yeah, have right. little markings on them telling you how to take them off really all and they have little handholds at the bottom so when you take them off you have somewhere to carry them and they made of aluminium so they're much lighter it's all the little things that make you go wow 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 yeah everybody should look at buying a vehicle like this if now, you're in the market for an off-roader a wrangler should be now, on top of your list
0: now i i know that the boys over in the jeep showroom would be listening to this program because they love us B- they but do, I, I, 10 years ago when i bought my wranglers the price point was pretty fantastic
1: yeah, well, right now they're doing good deals on JKs. I believe the price on two-door JKs is starting around 105. Really? That's what the price <sighs> is right now for JKs. Does that got a Pentastar in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah they So pentastars. would I be able
0: to fire up some sand if I was in the desert as opposed to what can't happen in my Jeeps now? You yeah, even you tried? Just,
1: you just drive away in your car. You even
0: tried. You, you, I you tried. You thought you'd do I, it. I
1: surrendered, but yeah. yes. But the um, no, the, the JKs are a good deal right now.
0: The manual, Jail... tra-
1: manual transmissions? Uh, there are a few. There in are a few manual. Yellow-colored? That would be hard. But they have a bright red manual. I must okay. must have some colours that you okay. like. All right.
0: They don't Soft top? Many...
1: soft talk? No, no soft. Half top. doors? No.
0: But uh, you can add
1: all that stuff later.
0: do, do I look like do I look like the kind of guy who's gonna do that?
1: I don't know. Maybe you've <laughs> changed. Maybe you mellowed, you know, as the age has caught up with you. Um, J right. will be more expensive. How much more expensive we don't know yet. But you know, keep an eye on it. I think it's a really, really Good, Even without driving it, I'm excited by it. And I think mm. most people should be as well. Mm.
0: The other vehicle that I'm seeing a lot of now is over at Murdoch City Center. They've got uh, Big Z's.
1: Zamboni? What one? The Zamboni
0: now. <laughs> <laughs> They've got the Lincoln uh, sitting there.
1: Which one? The Navigator. Ah, it took you a second. The Navigator. Um, yeah, I don't know if we're even getting that car anytime soon because there's so much demand for it in the U.S. Uh, we will get How it. How can we not be getting it? They've got a display S- model S- sitting outside of PM Chang's. We haven't <laughs> got the JL yet because there's so much demand for it in the U.S. I mean, cars are start touching down at the end of April in that case. Oh,
0: but, I, the, I, but I, you know, I, I put my nose right up against the window and left a mark to the chagrin of the salespeople there. But
1: chagrin. But what the a wonderful
0: board. vehicle. Yeah. I'm in love with that
1: thing. Great seats, eh? Everything about it. It's like a budget Range Rover. It's not a knock. Mm-hmm. I mean considering the price range in that and a Range Rover, I think it's got a lot not more tech in it than the Range Rover. Obviously it doesn't go off road as well, but it's a comfortable I premium just love the product. Grill.
0: It's big. It is big the car. size of a you know, a small shipping container. It's amazing.
1: Well the old navigator, let's be honest, is getting long in the tooth. Yeah. Long in the tooth. But the new one, really fancy. And it comes with that 3.5 EcoBoost engine. Well,
0: this is what I was also looking at. Does it does it have the computer features that is going to make it a little bit more economical and a little bit... Well, sort of. Sort of. Yeah, I mean... It's going to turn off a few cylinders. So. No, no, no. Well, no. look,
1: all the big three Americans take different approaches when it comes to uh, fuel economy, right? Okay. Unlike the Germans, who very closely benchmark to the point where an Audi is all two-liter turbos, BMWs, yeah. you can't tell the difference. Yeah. But the Americans are like, nah, we're going to go our own <laughs> way, even if it's completely different. So, for example, GM just launched the new Sierra with a carbon fiber truck bed. I read ever, about that. Carbon fiber, obviously the most the most expensive model, but yeah. that's pretty impressive, man. Yeah. And they've got a tailgate inside a tailgate, so they've got a double tailgate. You got to Google this thing; it's crazy. But basically, allows you to sort of keep. I don't know why. It opens six ways. Really? So it's nuts. So GM, GM's approach, let's make it very quick and easy to summarize, GM is extreme cylinder deactivation. So they have an eight-cylinder engine, the big V8s, yeah. but it can run as, l- as little as one cylinder depending on load.
0: See, now that's cool.
1: That's the way to use a little ga- a use yeah. a gas. Ah, ah, but then FCA is like, hang on, we also have cylinder deactivation on the Rams. Uh, But we also have diesels. We're big into diesels, which which we don't get out here, but the Wrangler will have a diesel. But in Europe, they're talking about eliminating diesels. Well, FCA hasn't got the memo yet, but they're still doing (laughs) diesels. And those diesels are pretty good on gas. Mm. Diesel, Mm. DERV. And then finally, there's Ford. Ford's like, you know what? To heck with that. We are going to do turbos, extreme turbos. So everything is small engines with big turbos. That's why the Raptor has a 3.5 down from a 6.2. They've got three-liter turbos, all V6s in the Lincoln Continental. So three very different approaches to saving gas.
0: Now, there are a lot, just speaking of Fords and speaking of stuff they're doing, there are a lot of Ford Raptors around me right now. Uh, Because they're
1: really good. I want one. Anybody listening at Ford? I want one. (laughs) (laughs) Do me a deal. (laughs) I'll talk about it on the radio. (laughs) I'm announcing it right now. <laughs> Sounds like you're begging a little. But you're driving around in a Ram. Isn't that... Doesn't that, that... But I drove the Raptor. <laughs> it's like you're hanging your head in shame here a little bit because... Oh, I love my Ram. I yeah. I put a 50,000 kilometers on that car. I love it to bits. It's a great vehicle. Yeah. But the Raptor is like the GTR of off-roaders. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I'm not I'm not being paid to say this. I just really, really like the Raptor. And it's not flawless. It's no, not of course, flawless. Of
0: course, there are some issues with it, but it it does look sweet. It looks sweet, and, and
1: I, I am nothing if shallow.
0: When it when it comes <laughs> already with that whole lift kit built into it, the suspension is there. Ah, you don't know,
1: have to I'd lift it some more, but <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> but the but the gearbox uh, is this only real downside of the gearbox. It's got too many gears, ten gears. Yeah. Apart from that. What a vehicle! The ride's so nice.
0: Ian, the Skoda guys come back in, and he says the the only issue that we have with older Jeeps is they can be a tad tricky to trade in.
1: I think he means that they're hard to let go of, and I have. You ha- think are you think they're hard to trade in? They're just hard to
0: let go. Oh, well, that's why I have two, and I'm not moving anywhere with them.
1: But you're a practical man.
0: Well, and I think Ian is too. He's he's his. He's are,
1: a, I, you know what? If you have a Jeep, I think the hardest problem getting people to buy the new JL is the old JKs because they're so characterful. Yeah. I physically found it hard to sell my Jeep. Mm. And I bet you have the same problem in selling your cars. It's hard. I'm, not, I'm never know, like,
0: selling them, that's the thing. They're going to well, have to someday. towed away. Why? <laughs> someday. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. I'm not sure I could sell the RAM. I talk a good game, but I'm not sure I could sell the RAM. See, now, I'm not sure.
0: Now that I've had the old clear coat touched up on the, the, the four-door.
1: You mean put back?
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like a brand. It looks like a brand new vehicle. I can't. Eh, can't go even. that
1: far, but let's <laughs> go. Let's, let's go with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Th- so this is, the old Jeep's hard to trade in. It's a Jeep thing. So yeah.
1: They are very lovable cars. Nothing is quite as lovable as a beat-up Jeep. Yeah. So it's like a dog. You wouldn't trade in your dog, and that's yeah. the way you feel about the ranking.
0: Yeah. yeah. So and, and all. The it's a pet. D- dents and the things that just don't work well on it. Yeah. yeah, you just live it's with it. character. Yeah.
1: I've got dents all on the side of my truck, which you noted the other day, and I'm not fixing them because they're character lines, yeah. as far as I'm concerned.
0: There we go. It's that simple. We've got a whole bunch more to talk about, and we will indeed get to all of these text messages that are coming through. We're going to talk a little bit about the Range Rover. We're also going to uh, dispense a little bit of advice if you're going to be doing some serious commuting between Ras al Kema and possibly Abu Dhabi. What would be the better cars to be riding on? That's what we're are riding in. if you want to ride on top, that's a whole other thing, but riding in. We're going to be talking about that right here on Car Talk. Motoring Middle East joining us. That's Imtishan, because this is Car Talk. Imtishan is here from Motoring Middle East, and we are talking about cool cars. So um, the Range Rover Velar, aiming to buy it and uh, sell after four to five years to avoid the upkeep. upkeep. What are your views, Imtiaz? I haven't
1: that? driven it, so I couldn't tell you.
0: Okay, we, we'll move on. No, no. I again. think Shahzad
1: <laughs> on our has reviewed it, and it's on our YouTube page, so it's I mean, all out there to see. I, I think he liked he it. Go? Of course he would. It's a Range Rover. What's not to like yeah. about a Range Rover?
0: What do you What do you make of the idea, though? You know, keep it then four to five years.
1: The, the period of the warranty. Yeah, smart move. I yeah. mean, not that it's a Range Rover's brake more than anybody else. Oh wait, I might have said that. But um, the cars themselves. Within the warranty period, why would you have anything to worry about? They have little niggly things, ranged Rovers. Hmm. So it is an F-base, so it's not a very complicated car. But that's a very good way of doing it. Keep it till you get close to the end of the service package in the warranty and then sell it. Yeah. And uh, D will probably take it off your yeah, hands because they'll just extend it and build the cost into the uh, next person's sale. There we go. Um, it's also hugely popular. I'm seeing so many Villars running around. Yeah, me too. And I want to know why. Because I, I, people are not taking it off-road. <laughs> so what's the deal with the Velar? I think it's a good-looking car. I don't know I if it's the greatest-looking car in the it's world. the name. But Velar. You know what it is? Velar. It looks like the big Range Rover. Yeah. But it's like 200,000 times cheaper.
0: Yes. I so, think that's exactly what it is. You get something that looks awesome, yeah. but you're not paying that, that premium price. Exactly. Although you're still paying a premium. But. A
1: Range Rover just makes the same sausage in different sizes, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's the same car in different sizes. Yes. So, there's nothing wrong with that. Wait till the what? Defender comes out like a mini two-door version. I'm having issues with that. Why? I don't know. I just, I just like the way it looks now. Oh, it could have nothing like that. The new I, Defender I is going to be fancy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, if you thought being practical was a problem yeah. before, yeah. wait till you see the new Defender. That's going to be a not a cheap vehicle.
0: Yeah. Premium so, product. So basically, if you want to get another little go look at it. the Velard, go and check out the I YouTube channel. I don't know the
1: waiting list because, yeah, I mean, go check out. Middle
0: East. Uh, uh, Imtishan uh, has said that... Uh, That Shazad has done a fantastic review there. He'll give you all the ins and outs, and uh, he does it no nonsense. No nonsense. There we go. Excellent. Uh, Let's let's jump over to Hisham's question. He says he's moving to Iraq, which means he'll be driving an average of 1,000 kilometers per week.
1: That's insane.
0: What car do you recommend that has a low running maintenance ratio with cost, um, regardless of initial price, trying to find anything with unlimited mileage warranty, but I can't find any offers at the moment.
1: It's an interesting multi-part question that he's asking, yeah. isn't
0: it? But I, I, I'm i sure that I heard of a vehicle that had... Kia a, Hyundai. Yeah, they have an unlimited they had, mileage. I don't know if this year they, they still have those Do you think They've well, taken it off. So
1: you may raise a good point. Go check with Kia and Hyundai. Yeah. Again, you're looking at Optima, Sonata, one of those cars. So or, th- or the Kia oh. Stinger, but that's probably too fancy for this kind of drive. 1,000
0: kilometers a week wants, co- wants something that's reliable, not going to cost too much for maintenance. <sighs>
1: So if you're not Yaris, at, Yaris, not, uh, it's you know what for long highways you're doing a lot of speed 120. I want a bigger car. Thousand kilometers a week. That's I mean a... the Yaris would be the cheapest thing to run, no question. Um, I'm thinking mid-sized sedan because this is where SUVs fall down. You need a, a sedan, and that really comes down to the Camcordima, you know. So I'm thinking yeah. one Ooh. of those cars, Camcordima, But the new what, Camry what, yeah, what, would about, be my what, choice. What about a Mazda three? You know, you want a bigger car. You know why you want a bigger car? Yeah. Not because of the crash or anything like that. Being yeah. a bigger car doesn't necessarily make you safer. You want a bigger car because the longer wheelbase... Oh. Oh, that's right. Malibu. Malibu. The distance between the wheels means a ride will be much nicer. Malibu? Yeah, the new ones just landed. Go check what, it out.
0: What about the the uh, Arteon?
1: A uh, little, little expensive. Yeah. And the old these unlimited Voyager. Okay. That's more of like a, a great city car. I mean, you okay. do the highway stuff, no issue. Yeah. I'm not saying you won't, but it's a little pricier. If you're doing this kind of mileage, you want a car that's cheaper to buy to start with. Something over in the Suzuki line?
0: No, they don't it's, have the...
1: It's Camry or Accord. It comes down to those two, yeah. the big Titans. And I couldn't choose. I mean, the new Camry has a really nice V6, yeah. and it does ridiculous that fuel economy. Camry
0: no? was special looking.
1: That thing does it didn't five look liters like a Camry. per hundred on the highway. It
0: didn't look like a Camry to me. It's I d- very nice car. I had to walk around and it's like, it what great. is this? rides great.
1: It's comfortable. Then the other option is the new Accord with the two liter turbo. Or mm. you can get the 1.5. But if you're doing this kind of mileage, Camry. you want the...
0: Camry. Just get the Camry. I, like
1: I like the interior and the yeah. comfort levels of the new Accord. Um. So and But both of them are very good cars. It's so close.
0: Yeah.
1: You You wouldn't go wrong with either of them. Really? There's, there's no bad choice. But do you so want 2 sh- turbo, which is faster and much more powerful? Yeah, but the, the chance that the turbo's going to break. I don't want a turbo. No, no, you
0: you no, never no. know.
1: I, uh, that's an old wife. All these engines are pretty bulletproof. Now, it's a Honda. Uh, it's a Honda Okay, engine. it is a Honda. We're talking good, Honda. Yeah. Come on. You know, that's the thing, though. Why do people think turbos are inherently likely to break? It's not the 70s, it's cause not em- the 80s. Every now and then, I get someone
0: calling into the repair show with a turbo issue. I've had more than one of those.
1: Really? Yeah. But which kinds of cars? Is it a Japanese turbo? Obviously, aren't made Japanese turbos to start with, so it's a cheaty question. Rover, Range Rover. Yeah, but those cars are much more expensive, get yeah. driven harder, put away wet, you know, whereas the two liter turbo put, Japanese... What does that mean,
0: get put away wet? I don't even want to know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's moving swiftly on. Um, so Camry or... or Accord. Camcord. Camcord.
1: Camcord. Or Camcord. So, so maybe Ultima for sure, but you know what? Uh, I think Ultima feeling a bit old now. Nice yeah. car. But you nice might car. get a deal on that. Or Ooh. or Chevy Impala. <sighs> but I actually stumped the for the big engine
0: now. I'm, I'm, I'm th- thinking the Camry has got to be the direction to go.
1: For the moment, we haven't driven the new Accord yet. Yeah. Officially. Officially, I haven't driven the new Accord yet. But the Camry is very
0: good. So, we're, we're going we're gonna to task Hisham to go and try the Accord. Go and give it a ride of the Camry and just for the fun of it you say you want him to go have a, a look at the Impala there we go that's have, a caprice those three.
1: that's a really comfortable yeah. car those three. Yeah. oh that
0: would be nice the Impala would be sweet it's Caprice it's massive car yeah
1: but what a great distance car yeah. it swallows up the miles there we go
0: you see it, it that, you know what you might have nailed it right there yeah, right. but
1: the maintenance cost is slightly higher, I believe, in the show. Again, you could be if I'm wrong.
0: Go, go try all three, but I, I'm telling you, you're going to just end up buying but the camera. you know,
1: here's a good question for you. Oh, he's okay. going up and down Russell camera every week, 1,000 kilometers a week, yeah. 52 weeks in a year. So, yeah. 50, 52,000 kilometers a year, yeah. right? What happens when he gets to 100? Does he sell it? So he, or does he just trade him for a new car? What does he do? The, so, here,
0: he's got a, an addition to this question. No, He says, be, Dodge be. usually has the unlimited warranty. Not at the moment. I would love a Charger or even a Challenger. How does the how, do, how does that rack up against, say, a Camry Accord? Yes, I'm looking for a big sedan.
1: I knew what Hisham wants. Yeah, um, yeah get a Charger. Um, no, they no, probably no, it, do have an unlimited warranty. Go and ask. He go said, don't he said t- they don't. He says not at the moment. He's already been out there asking. Go and, go and have a chat. Yeah. Um. I think they just rearranged some of the warranty options this year. Go down, talk to Gurmeet. He's can't miss him Gurmeet, at uh, okay. at the Festival City showroom. He'll sort you out. Yeah. Say I sent you, and literally say I sent you. Yeah. <laughs> literally say that. It will help. Um. But they everyone's tra- now. Uh, Imtiaz my best friend.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 It's
1: fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, again, I should be getting something. So if for if this, he had the choice
0: between a charger, challenger, camera, get a challenger,
1: but a charge is more practical. Yeah. Charge is good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love a Challenger, but the Charger is more practical. And again, um, you're not thinking of a V8. <laughs> you're not thinking of a V8. You're thinking of a V6. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just Charger's just... a great car. I love the FCA Pentastar engine. It's but do you think, of, again, put up against a Camry? I'm thinking the
0: Camry is going to have... Camry's better. Yeah.
1: So it's d- a brand new car. Just be Accord's it. better. Brand yeah. new car. Yeah. yeah. Um, telematic systems, so the infotainment's better. I mean, but, but the so let's
0: not fool ourselves. Hisham, just go and get the. But he should get a get charger the because he loves. He the wants charger. the charger, but he needs the camera.
1: He might need all of them. <laughs> you know, you know, he would love a charger. Everyone would love a charger. So there's no why shouldn't but he, he get a charger? Why are you talking about a charger? Because
0: he's going to be driving a thousand kilometers a week, and at third or fourth time that thing has to go in for a service and breaks down. He's going. I should have got the camera. It's
1: not going to break down. He's driving a thousand kilometers a week. So to why would a charger breakdown when a cord wouldn't? You know these cars, uh, these cars the are. The American cars are Because Camry
0: and the Accords are just. That's
1: true. They are by nature going to be more reliable. Yeah. But I've, I've driven FCA cars for the last two. Yeah. You've driven them a long time. Yeah. I haven't had too many issues.
0: I haven't had too many issues either, but mine have like lots of kilometers on them, and they're
1: old. Ten years. Those are so so. ridiculous amount of kilometers on them. <laughs> like almost unreal <laughs> amount. It's, it's not even fair to the brand anymore. <laughs> get a Charger. I completely changed my mind. Yeah, you you get you a charger. Know, nah,
0: he's just going to go for the Camry. I know it. I know yeah. It. He's going to let us know, but he's going to do the
1: Camry. But if he gets it. Any one of them, you're going to be happy with. Exactly. That's a good thing. That's a hard thing about being a motoring journalist now. Yeah, they're all good. They're all good. How do yeah. I possibly tell people to choose? They're all good. I'd like
0: to know maybe a Mahindra would be interesting too. I've seen a couple of those vehicles now.
1: Uh, I know Galadari Motors is the official dealer for the, Mahindra. There was so a, you could a, buy a Mahindra that. four-door... No, Tata. I'm going to give you the Tata. Actually, it's Tata. A, a four-door... Why oh, is it Mahindra? I'm not sure. A four-door
0: pickup truck, four-by-four... Past one, brand new, this weekend over by the airport. They were riding it. There was four guys. I think it seats six. It looked amazing. It looked so quirky that it was cool. Even the wife liked it.
1: So I have an admission. Leaf right?
0: springs. Are probably, probably Oh,
1: worth, It was going to for
0: sure be bouncy.
1: I love Indian-made cars.
0: Yeah, I there's love a, the There's look a, of a them.
1: lot of them. A lot of our cars now are Indian-made. Nissan Sunny. That we I get sure want to know Indian. how
0: much that Mahindra thing cost because it's it probably looked probably
1: pretty affordable. It looked really cool. They're simple, basic, robust engineering. Yeah, the go. kind of cars that aren't made anymore.
0: Mm. We've got a whole bunch more to talk about. Imtishan here from Motoring Middle East. MotoringMiddleEast.com. If you want to go check them out, of course, all their socials as well. We are talking about cars. It's Car Talk right here on Dubai Eye 103.8 FM. Imtishan joining us from Motoring Middle East. We've got questions coming through. Uh, here's a great one. App is uh, sent this one through. He says, uh, saw the Volvo XC90 the other day. Never wanted to buy an F- SUV so bad. What's your opinion on the XC90? Good value at 200 150 plus pros, cons, where do you come in on that thing?
1: I've driven it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree
0: with him. you. You know, I've got to say. good
1: value? Well, it's pricey now. It's a premium product. But Volvo has pulled off a bit of a miracle because they've gone from a car that nobody really thought about here. And now the Volvo XC90 is like a desirable piece of metal. And you look at the design of it in, inside and out. It makes yeah. perfect sense, doesn't it?
0: When I get into that vehicle, when I get into the, all these new Volvos, they're the touchscreens are so intuitive.
1: Fancy. It, it's just fancy. You
0: sit down in the seats. It's just, it's just a
1: wonderful ride. I. Now here's the interesting thing about that. Yeah. And I can say it because I've driven all these Volvos. They're not particularly interesting to drive. Uh, they're just cars. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're comfortable. They yeah. ride beautifully. Yeah. They're fine. But they're not particularly like wake-up-in-the-morning kind of cars to drive. You just They get you around. But while you're in them, they're really comfortable. Yes. The stereos are great. Oh, the seats are comfortable. Concert hall Does sounds. it matter if the steering isn't the last word in precision? Field? No. No, it doesn't. Because not every car needs to be a Ferrari or needs to be a Mustang or whatever. I absolutely
0: enjoyed all of my drives in those vehicles. In fact, I was a little late giving it back. They were calling me every 10 minutes when you bring the car back. And I, you I thought said, you'd stolen it. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. It's and like, it's
1: a car that you can... S- you know the best kinds of cars? Yeah are the ones that as soon as you drive them, you can see yourself owning them.
0: That was it. That's and that was the Volvo. Yeah. I totally get what App's talking about. I would own one of those in a heartbeat.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. I mean, mine, they don't go off-road enough for me, so that's yeah. not... We already know what car yeah. I want to get. Yeah, the Raptor. Yes. <laughs> <It's> until just, <laughs> unlike, until Ram <laughs> makes like a Raptor. Yeah. Which is, which is possible. Coming, yes. coming I hear. Yeah. We hear.
0: Um, H- Hisham is on his way to get a Dodge, he's going go to go head to the Dodge deal. They're closed. So, no, tomorrow <laughs> he's there tomorrow, yeah. But and then go check the Camry out next door.
1: Um, yeah, that's convenient, isn't it? <laughs> and the Honda Accord is next door. Plug, plug, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Saji's come through and says, What's your opinion about the new Volkswagen Touareg?
1: I don't have an opinion on the new Touareg, I haven't seen it yet. It, I think it's actually stopping at Geneva today or tomorrow. So yeah. the new Touareg is very close to being revealed. The Touareg is fine, great car, feeling a bit old now. It's yeah. on his third generation, and the one's about to be unveiled in Geneva. So the current generation, drive a good deal on them. Make sure you drive a good mm. deal on them. But, but good, solid cars.
0: What else? Uh, he wants to know, uh, do you have some other badges at the similar price where range? Where do
1: you start? That's the thickest mm. end of the market. You, everything from a Prado to a base Land Cruiser <laughs> to a Lexus rx 350 A, a base in. Land Cruiser fits in where the, to, where the yeah, Tour yeah, is? Right? So uh, why wouldn't you be buying a base Land Cruiser then? Because you don't need the off-road ability. Because the Land Cruiser is mm. more heavily bashed towards off-road. Mm. And on-road, it's just okay.
0: Prado. It feels a bit Prado. heavy. Prado. But
1: Prado is also very bad towards off-road. Mm. But you drive an RX 350, which is bad towards on-road. Ooh. That's a nice sort of driving Ooh. car. And there's so many cars in that segment. There's the Jaguar F-Pace. There's the Range Rover Villar. Really? The F-Pace is in that same price range? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. It's really? It's but cheap, 200K plus, but you get an How F-Pace? much does Touareg cost? I thought they were affordable. Uh, uh, Touaregs are close to 200. They're premium products. So you, you get lots and lots of Audi's. hold on, hold on. At that
0: price, why aren't we buying a new Wrangler? Why is the Wrangler $200,000? <laughs> <laughs> they're coming in around there. You got it. Come on. Come
1: no, they're not. No? They have no official price okay. yet. But oh. they're not going to be cheap. I really hope. They're so it's still going to be
0: within the range then of the Touareg.
1: Touareg? Yeah. I mean, the guy who buys a Wrangler is not buying a Touareg. He wants a nice family car. You know what mm. else used to be in that price range, but is now really expensive, sadly? Uh, LR5, known as the Discovery. But there's a Discovery Sport, which fits. But The Discovery Sport is too small. Uh. So I would say the Discovery. Oh. Discovery is quite expensive. What
0: about Ford? Why are we not even thinking in the Ford range?
1: Sure, I want F-150. Wait, what's the question again? <laughs> well, he's looking for something in the Tuareg Oh, uh, Explorer Ford's? Sport? Yeah. Edge? Or you could get the Lincoln MKX or the new are, MK. Are the you Ford sure Edge. you're
0: in the right price range? They're We're all around the
1: 200 mark. Tuareg is... Okay. Hmm. But the best or Grand Cherokee.
0: See, now, yeah. we're, now we're back to somewhere where you, you've peaked my, my attention. cars
1: that you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, so man. many cars. Everybody's got one. So the Tuareg is one option, but there are literally hundreds of other cars.
0: Yeah. With the Volvo conversation that was going on, Hisham has come back and he wants to know, well, why, doesn't, why aren't more people driving Volvos? He said he had a rental of a new S90 for a week and
1: loved it, but he hardly saw anyone actually in them. So. I'll solve this problem for you very easily. They do sell quite a few now, but they sell them. Um, I have. I know where you'll find these. Go to Emirates Hills.
0: Ah, okay.
1: Go to Jumeirah Islands. Hmm. Go to the fancy part of town. That's where you'll see these ballparks because that's where the families are. So they're not so, driving they're around not, in Murdoff. They're not driving. Well, you see a few around. Murdoff's
0: Nissan patrols, my friend.
1: Murdiff is like Land Cruisers, Land Cruisers, and Patrols. Land Cruisers, Patrols, pickup trucks, uh, Wranglers. Uh, uh, you name ten-year-old it.
0: Ten-year-old Wranglers, yeah. We're on my street.
1: Okay, it's more than 10. It's 11 at this point. (laughs) Uh, um,
0: Amar has come through and says, Hi, guys. I have a Lancer 1.6 2015 year model. I want to change it with another car. Two questions. What is a good economic SUV or 4x4 for on-road driving? And two, the Lancer has uh, a loan for five years. Is there lots of uh, procedures for exchanging, for example, uh, and finally... The new app uh, is good, but all the old messages I have in uh, the archive are removed. Ooh, Esther, we got to make a note of that with the with the app issue. It's
1: tech talk. Wait, what's yeah. happening?
0: So no, talking about the the new the new news app, our new Dubai Eye app.
1: Change so, is good. Yeah. Change so, is. so so recommendations for
0: an economic SUV or four by four, but for on road driving.
1: Why is he selling a two three year old one point six Lancer? Well, I the answer know. is three years is the typical cycle of yeah. cars. Yeah. So that's the right time, I suppose. I mean, the mileage isn't too high. Well, um, he's got, but the other thing the is, he's got a, a
0: bad, much, he's much. got a five-year loan, so he's going to need to consolidate that loan to, uh, you know, to to pay off the loan to get rid of it.
1: Does he, What sort of budget car? Are we talking a Touareg? Are we talking like Range Rover? Where know. are we going I mean, from this he Lancer? I guess he's driving a Lancer, so probably the, um, There's plenty of sort of Mitsubishi's economic. got some nice product. They've got the ASX. They've got yeah. the uh, Montero Sport. Yeah. Pajero Sport. They might want to make order. you a
0: little bit of a deal on a trade-in. Uh,
1: but this, that's more like off-roady. Yeah. But actually, no. You know what? It's fine. I think it's, it does fine off-road. On-road, the new. Uh, I drove the, Fort, the Fortuna. That's also quite good on-road. Mm. Um, there's so many cars. Uh, Xterra? No, that's a bit old now. I Forgot the Xterra. I know, I but Nissan that. has the kicks, the X Trail. Doing good deals on X Trail. What do you I not forgot. like about the Xterra? I love it. That thing's it's got fine. Tw- it's just too off-roady. It's yeah. a bit. Ru- it's a bit rustic. It's okay. got leaf springs on the back. It's bouncing. I know. That's what I love about it. But most people be much better suited with a wide variety of cars that Nissan has to sell mm-hmm. them. Um, there are lots of. You great work for SUV. Nissan or something? I'm just pointing out the obvious. Okay. But if you pop over to Toyota, they've got plenty as well, yeah. right? So what about Mazda? Why you usually love Mazdas? Today you're you're sort of. I've gone off Mazdas now. Oh, you have gone off? I've okay. gone off them. Um, they're a little pricier than they used to be. The CX three, CX five, great cars. Economically, resale value is always a big question mark with Mazdas, though. Yeah. Which is a shame, but I gotta call it like I see it. That's the shame. Yeah. But mm. good cars, economical, not particularly. Mazda yeah. again got a bit more expensive than they used to be. So again, you're sticking with the Japanese brands: Mitsubishi, Nissan, Honda, Toyota. And Honda has my favorite car, on and off road. In many ways, is the CRV. It may not pop up to your head at first glance, but the CRV is the car that does it all. That's an official endorsement, <laughs> as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. I, CRV I is a one. car that I, does it all, and I can't seem to find a reason to get rid of it. I'm not excited by it, but gosh, if it doesn't do everything and do it well.
0: Amar wants to change the vehicle with 62,000 kilometers on just to get better experience driving.
1: And the mileage is 62k. Up
0: to 2,000 a month for
1: uh, man, that's a lot of money. You yeah. know, there was a recent sale at Altar. He could have popped into the Ford showroom and bought Escapes all day long.
0: Wow.
1: There's, you know, there was Edges, Escapes. Yeah. There was Lincoln MKX for ninety thousand dirhams. Wow. With forty thousand kilometers in the hood. There we go. Hey, you know what? We've
0: run out the clock on the show once again, Imtishan, It's time to, to shutter things up and move on to the next program. Absolutely appreciate you coming out. Motoring Middle East is where you can find Imtishan, which means check out Facebook, check out Instagram, check out YouTube, check out their website, motoringmiddleeast.com. Check
1: them out just hanging around showrooms. Maybe we're at your supermarket. Check out no way.
0: Check out at the spinneys. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like you know, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. And when I say that, that's Shahzad and Imtishan. Motoring Middle East, they are Motoring Middle East. And they join us every week right here on Car Talk. Imtishan, thank you very much. Always a pleasure.